So I'm here with Alan Cummy. How are you, Alan? Welcome to Dublin. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Cool. So we're here for your, your amazing new film, uh, your, your part in the amazing new film, My Old School. Um, so how did you get involved in the project initially? Um, well, it's sort of a, it's actually part of the film is how I got involved. 25 years ago, I was going to play the ca- in a drama the character this documentary is about, mm. Brandon Lee, and, the, and direct the film as well, and it fell apart, as these things do. And then 25 or 20-something years later, my friend Jono, who is the director of this documentary, came to me and said he was making a documentary about this person who had agreed to be interviewed, an audio interview, but didn't want to be seen. So I lip sync. In an, an entire, my performance in this film is just basically lip syncing uh, a, ma- a, a man who wouldn't, didn't want to be in it. Yeah, I mean, it must be crazy trying to sync up your own lip movements, obviously, with the the actual script, the actual uh, dialogue. It's, it's pretty intense because you, you know, you have all these beeps and and I've got to, and you're sort of you're trying to make a character. Normally, when you do a character, your voice is part of the what makes the whole thing and. In this one, I had somebody else's voice dictating that, so it was it was really. Ins- I've never done anything like it before, and also now I am lip syncing for my life. I, I now have very high standards of drag queens. If they if they don't get it right, I'm furious. Yeah, I mean this is this is a true story. Just you know, it's it's quite well known in Scotland, isn't it? I think. Yes, it is quite well known in Scotland. But you know, we did the Glasgow Film Festival the other day, the other evening, and it's funny because it is well known, but actually, the film's really about the sort of legacy of it, and and it's very much by uh, the, the people who were at school. You know, it's about a man who comes back to school and pretends to be uh, to the same school he went to when he was a real student. And actually so many of the students are in the film and it's about their story, about how it affected them and, and the legacy he left. So it's really, it's a different take on, on a story that in Scotland some people know very well. Yeah, I mean it must be nice for, it, <laughs> for this to come full circle. You know, you, you, were, you, saw, you had this project a while ago, it didn't happen for some reason, so it was, it was kind of fate maybe that brought you back to it. It is funny, as I was saying, it's a kind of thing about getting older that you, you know, people come back into your life, you haven't seen for ages, and this, this person came back into my life, and, albeit in a very different way. I mean, I, this is a documentary, and I'm, I never thought I would be, you know, the idea that you're in a documentary and it's not about you is <laughs> kind of weird. But yeah, it just does feel really nice, and I think this, I actually think this film is a much better film than the one I would have done. It yeah. sort of tells the story in a much more holistic, authentic way. Yeah. I have to speak about your, your journey in the camper van with uh, Mira Margulies recently. I mean, just one of my personal highlights on TV recently. Oh, what was it like? I mean, I'd say there was a lot that was cut from, uh, from yeah. that series. There was a lot that was cut. I mean, but there was also a lot that was in. That was, you know, we, 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 I think we were a really good oddball couple. I think, you know, we really, we genuinely get on. I texted her just the other day and uh, we, we had such a laugh. I mean, such, we laughed like drains. And um, and she's just like she's like a little girl, she's like an eighty-year-old little girl showing her knickers, and we'll and you know we'll say the most outrageous thing. Yeah. Uh, and I I just found her enchanting, and we both you know we had really good chats as well. Yeah. We really got very fond of each other. Yeah. So I think she, that she doesn't have any she doesn't seem to have any filter, does she? Which no. which is the, which people love about her. Zero filter. But uh, but she warns you about her farts. There's a little <laughs> fart warning. <laughs> Stuff like that. No, yeah, there, there was a lot of toilet action as well during <laughs> that <laughs> I said next time we have to get a bigger loo in the bus because she was she couldn't get through the, the seat where I was I was driving. If she wanted to go to the loo whilst we were driving, she oh, couldn't. Man. We had to stop because she couldn't squish through between the chairs because of her big bump. And then she couldn't. Like, you know, once she was in the 
she had to enter the loo in a certain way. I mean, it was just, it was a palaver, but it was hilarious. Yeah, oh no, it was great getting your own tartan and, you know, just yeah. incredible. I know, and it's been really lovely, actually, because that tartan uh, mill... Yeah, yeah. Because of the show, they got a lot of people coming in, and they had a, had a terrible time during COVID, so it really yeah, helped yeah. them. That was what's nice about going to those places that you give them a bit of attention. Yeah. Thanks so much for chatting Thank with you. us today, Alan. Right, see you. Thank you. So I'm now talking with John McLeod, director of my old school. So uh, you were classmates uh, yeah. with, the, with the guy that this uh, this whole story centres around. So I mean, you're obviously it, it's it's kind of almost like you were meant to tell the story. Do you know having that first hand experience? Yeah, well, I guess I'm the only person at school who grew up to be a documentary filmmaker, so well, yeah. it became clear that if anybody was going to tell this story, and nobody had managed to tell it on film yet, it had to be one of us, and so therefore it had to be me. So it was this weird kind of process of me trying to reconnect with my old classmates of 25-plus years ago yeah. and say, hi, remember me? And a lot of them didn't, but some of them did, and they're in this film. Yeah. So, I mean, what was the catalyst of the, fi- of the film? You know, how did, the, how did the idea come about to make the documentary? I was always aware that back in the 1990s uh, there was going to be a film made about this, and it was going to be directed by and star Alan Cumming. Um, and it kind of it never happened and, and to us classmates it kind of became known as sort of one of the great unmade Scottish yeah, films yeah. so uh, when the time came and it was, you know years passed and nobody had made this film you know I was aware that film hadn't happened we kind of were, we kind of watched uh, as Drew Barrymore's Never Been Kissed came out and thought that's a bit of a riff on the Brandon story um, and then over the years when, the, when, the, when it had never been told and actually, had, the, the story had really only been told by, by him, by the man himself, by Brandon, over the years. Um, and so we finally thought, well, so, if somebody's going to do it, it may as well be us. So the 30 of us got together uh, and we're in this film, classmates and teachers, yeah. to finally try and piece together the story, basically. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, what are your memories at the time? Did Literally, nobody had any inkling that, of what he was doing. Well, I mean, his nickname was 30-something. <laughs> So we had an inkling that he didn't look quite the same as us, but he had a really plausible backstory. Or maybe it wasn't plausible. Maybe people will watch this film and go, you bunch of idiots. But, did, um, did he have, the, like, he was supposed to be a Canadian student, so did he have an accent? Yeah, he was ca- Canadian. He was from Canada. And uh, I, I guess one of the people always ask me, how did, he, how did you not know? And one of my answers is, is Greece. It's Stockard Channing was about 35 in Greece when she was a high school kid. Yeah, true. So we thought that's what North Americans look like. So when Brandon rocked into our class from Canada, we thought, oh, he looks like one of the guys from Greece or 90210, you know, those adults playing kids. So that, And then oh, someone also said that maybe in Canada there was more sun and wind exposure. Right, okay. So that might have done it. Yeah. So, I mean, um, when you approached him to tell him that you were doing this, what, did he, what was his reaction? So his uh, stipulation was that he was willing to be interviewed, but he didn't want to be seen. So that was the kind of gauntlet that he sent out for me. So we recorded a sort of five, six hour interview with him, audio interview in a professional studio um, and uh, went through the whole story. And um, I was always aware there was a a movie many years ago now uh, by a director called Cleo Bernard called The Arbor, which was the first kind of really successful lip sync documentary and I had that in mind. And so then when I knew that I needed a 50-something actor to play uh, the present-day Brandon Lee, of course Alan was the, the first person to come to mind. Yeah, and obviously he had that history with the project already. So was he on board straight away? 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I love about this film is, is as well as taking me back to my school days, uh, it also takes Alan back to a role that kind of left him 25 years before. And even, I was talking the other day, uh, Lulu stars in our film as well and records the title song. And uh, for her, we recorded her lines, actually, um, I Live in East London, in the part of East London where To Serve With Love was filmed all those years ago. And there was an amazing moment when Lulu stepped out the taxi on the cobbled streets of East London. And I thought, she's here to record my high school movie and, and, and record the title song and it was just the most incredible moment. So we, all of us in the process of making this film yeah. have connected with our younger selves. Yeah, I mean this is your first feature film as well which is no mean feat. Um, I mean was it quite a big jump from you know going into, into being a feature film director? Yeah, well, my background is television documentary, but um, what I love about this film and one of the themes in this film is, are, is, the, is the changes that Brandon made in the pupils' lives back then and how he changed lives for people. And now, 30 years later, the person's life who he's now changed is mine because yeah. I've got a film at Sundance and I have to doff my hat to him and, 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 and know that I owe him that. And, and so I think that's why I, I wanted the film to have a kind of fondness and, and a warmth to it because yeah. a lot of people feel that for them. Not everybody shares that opinion of them. Yeah. But, um, and I know that some people might think maybe this is a softer ride. You know, this isn't the Tinder swindler. It's not a, a true crime. This is a high school movie. So um, I, I just want people to come and watch it and have fun and, and, and maybe think about what it would be like to go back. Yeah. I mean, you had your premiere at Sundance. I mean, like, what was that? Must have been crazy for your first feature, for your first feature. Yeah, for my first feature, to get that call that we were in Sundance oh, was kind of mind blowing. You know, I'd always, I'd, you know, you always dream, you aim for the stars, and I always thought, well, aim for Sundance, and then we'll see where we land, kind of thing. But to get that call that we were, that you know, to be accepted there, and then to to, to stand in amongst, to watch all those amazing films at Sundance, and think my film's one of these. My, there's a movie called Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is coming out, which is amazing. And I just thought my film's in a lineup with this. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You started off as a reporter in in Scotland. Yeah, I was an on-screen roving reporter. I was the Anne Finely boy. So uh, Anne Finely, a cat is up a tree with a fox or whatever, you know. So uh, yeah, that was my, that was how I started. I, in fact, the most embarrassing thing for me about the Brandon Lee story was that the story broke in my first week at journalism college. No. So I was the idiot sat in the corner of the class with everyone going, "Sorry, you were in a classroom with a 32-year-old man and you didn't notice that massive story." So that wasn't a great start to journalism for me, but I got here. Yeah, onwards and upwards. Look, look, look at us now, you know, with all these, you know, dozens and dozens of people waiting to see your amazing new film. Yeah, gosh, it'll be really fascinating to hear what this audience make of it because we've only screened for a physical audience in Glasgow and a lot of them know the story. So yeah. I think the people here tonight might not know as many twists and turns as the Glasgow crowd did. So I'll be really interested to see what reaction yeah. they have. It's quite a well-known uh, Scottish story, isn't it? Every, everyone kind of knows of the, of the story. Yeah, it's kind of become a sort of, uh, sort of part of Scottish folklore, yeah. really. And, and, and to many of us, I guess, Brandon Lee is a sort of folk hero, you know, that he got this past the authorities, past our teachers. And... Uh, yeah, so it's, it's great to finally get the story out there and have people hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, has, has he seen the final the final product? Uh, no, he's not. He doesn't have any interest in... Um, right, I, right. I, I, I think for Brandon, the least interesting part of his story was the year, the year or two that he spent as Brandon Lee. You know, for him, yeah. there's other aspects of his story that he's more focused on. But for... But, Actually, this film isn't so much about Brandon and as much as it's about the classmates in yeah. school and yeah. the impact that Brandon had yeah, sure. by placing himself in that situation. Yeah, congratulations on an amazing movie. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you so much.